You are now entering Frida's world. Join us as we address various issues facing women of color in the workplace. We'll help you navigate your professional and personal life the Frida way. Whose world is this? It's Frida's world. What's it like? What's it like? Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clash it. Like you love church music, but you f with future. That's classic. It's Frida's world. Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of Frida's World. I hope you guys are having an amazing week so far. We are literally at the tail end of 2021. In fact, I think we have, what, 48 hours, if not less than 48 hours, until this year comes to a close. Now, 2021 has been quite interesting, to say the least, right? We've had highs. We've had lows. We're still in a global pandemic. It's been almost two years now. We're still navigating. We're still fighting. We're still thriving. You know, life as we know it is still altered. It doesn't make sense. We are still going through those motions. But I think that many of us, as we pushed through 2020, right, and as we pushed and are still pushing in the last hours of 2021, I think many of us have gained deeper perspective, greater understanding, not only for ourselves, but for the people around us, for the world. So although there's been so many negatives and people are still dying from the, you know, from the virus, I think that it's important to keep things into perspective, especially as we enter into this new year of 2022. We want to enter this new year with positivity, with love, we want to enter this new year with hope. And I know that's hard for a lot of us right now. Um, in the last couple of weeks, I I can't even count how many people I know personally that are battling COVID. And although this Omicron variant is not as devastating, I guess, as they've put it, than the other variants, but people are still catching it and people are still going through their symptoms, albeit mild. But we know that there are long-term effects with COVID-19. Not everybody gets them, but some do. And so, you know, thinking about ending the year, having this virus, and then entering into a new year, battling the virus, it could be daunting and it could be debilitating. So, you know, with my friends out there who are currently, literally as we speak, battling their, you know, covid my heart definitely goes out to you guys. It goes out to anybody who's listening, who's currently dealing with COVID. You know, try to keep positive, try to stay positive. We can still end the year strong and still enter into the new year with positivity, regardless of the current situation that we're in. Um, you know, we, you know, we still technically still have our health, even though our health is compromised. You know, some of our health may be compromised, but we still, we're alive. We're moving forward. Some of us are definitely overcoming and so we have to be thankful for that. And we have to be grateful for where we've come. We, you know, many people did not get to see this day, right? Many are not going to see 2022. And we might not see 2022. We still have, a, you know, less than 48 hours. But I think living in positivity, living in hope, I think that helps, and I just want us to just keep in mind and just really have a positive perspective. And it's hard, um, especially, you know, I know that it's hard. You know, I know I say these things a lot, but I also have moments where I doubt I have a lot of self-doubt or that, you know, I, I worry. And it's OK. It's OK because we're human. 
And you know what I always tell you guys, it's okay to sit in the the worry. It's okay to sit in some of these things, these feelings. We just don't want to stay in them, right? So today's episode, I really wanted to focus on the icon, Frida Sintius. Yesterday, December 29th was her birthday. You know, she had since passed. It's been several years now, but this whole brand was really built on the premise of Frida, right? Which is why this episode is called The Frida Way. And we've talked about The Frida Way on many occasions, you know, on this show. I mean, how could we not, right? And so for those of you who are maybe now tuning in, you know, Frida, it stands for something outside of it, meaning, you know, my grandmother, my grandmother Frida, but the letters stand for something, you know? F is for fierce, R is for resilient, E is for empowered, the extra E (laughs) is for erudite, D is for daring, A is for ambitious. And these Frida principles, this Frida way really came out of the woman Frida sent to use. You know, my grandmother raised me. She was my mother and she was the mother, not just to myself, but to, to many I remember the day of her funeral, the church was packed from people from the old country, right? From Haiti, from the rural town. And it was just so amazing to see the the outpouring of love and for the stories of people who were like, you know, Frida raised me too. You know, that's where I got my meals. She always looked out for me. You know, when she came to the United States, she was the woman on the block who was watching all these people's kids. So, you know... This woman, you know, my grandmother, I hold in such high regard because she instilled so many traits, so many positive traits in me. And so when I think about the Frida way, I think about, you know, being compassionate. I think about being resilient. Right. I think about being an individual who who can sympathize and can empathize. I think about somebody who considers someone's humanity, somebody who is human. In this society, humanity, I think, is almost rare. People are so used to living their own lives. They're used to living selfishly. And they don't really consider others. They don't, they don't see others for who they are beyond you know, their flaws, beyond their issues. And it's not the easiest thing to do. And sometimes we fail at that. But at the end of the day, you know, the humanity aspect, the humane aspect of life, for me, I feel like it's important. I feel like we need each other to survive. And I think that that's something that my grandmother instilled very early is that we need community. We need family. We need friends. We need each other to survive, not just for favors, not just to run errands, not just to make ourselves feel good about ourselves, but we need that sense of community. And so when I think about this icon, right, I don't think she would ever consider herself to be because she was the most humble person that I've ever come across in this lifetime. She was a very humble person, but she had such a giving heart. And she gave and she cared about children. She loved children. She loved people. She cared for those who were the, you know, less fortunate. She was always handing out some $20 bill. I don't know where she got this money from. She always had little candies in her purse, ready to give to the children. You know, she was just such a nice 
person, right? Just, just nice, just a nice person. And so when I think about my time with her, um, I feel like I definitely took advantage, right? I think in my mind, my grandmother was going to be here forever. And so I definitely took advantage, I think, um, of the time, or maybe that's not the way to say it, but I did not take enough advantage. Maybe that's what I'm trying to say of the time that we had together. There were granted, that's the word. <laughs> you guys know that I'm always, <laughs> I'm always mixing things up. Sometimes I took for granted the time that we had together. You know, I, there's so much more that I could have learned from her. There's so much more that we could have done, but I am happy that she walked this earth. I'm happy that I got to have her in my life for the amount of years that I've had. You know, there are people who they never meet their grandmothers. But I think that it was ordained for her to be my grandmother and for me to learn the life lessons that I learned from her because it's those life lessons that have allowed me to really pour into others, to pour into my friends, to pour into my family, it is, you know, her teachings that have taught me to be both sympathetic and empathetic uh, and to understand the difference. It's her teachings that have driven my, you know, disaster relief efforts and my just humanitarian um, work that I've done over the course of my life. And so I, I wanted to dedicate this episode because every year around her birthday, I, I do get sad and I do think about her more because it's hard to forget somebody who had such an impact on your life. And, and I would consider the world. She had an amazing impact on her community. And it's that impact um, that has inspired me to you know, create Frida's world, Frida Women NYC, that has created me to, cre you know, to have these multiple media platforms where I talk about people. I talk about issues that affect our people. I use these platforms to elevate people, to educate people, to motivate people. I think if it wasn't for her pouring into me and teaching me the people business at an early age, um, I wouldn't have the desire to do the things that I do now, right? People always ask, you know, how do you have the energy? Where do you get the will? Where do you, you know, how do you become interested in in helping community and, and doing the things that you do? And it's simple. Like I was raised to be this person. I was raised to serve essentially. I was raised to care about others. Now, were there times that I'm, you know, maybe don't care in the best way? Yeah, because we're human. <laughs> but for the most part, I care about people and I care about what happens to people. And I feel like it's my duty because of the privilege in a sense that I've been given in this life to be educated and to be an intellectual and to also understand, you know, grassroots and to know how to be with the people and be of the people. Um, I think this privilege has allowed me to, you know, be successful in the work that I have done. Um, professionally as an attorney, but also just, you know, I don't know, locally, <laughs> regularly <laughs> as a human being. Um, I think it's important that people understand 
the importance of being humane and the importance of empathy and sympathy and just being able to feel and identify um, with one another. We are living in unprecedented times, Um, not just this whole COVID-19 thing. I mean, if you guys watch the news, even if you just watch YouTube, (laughs) there's a lot going on that's shifting. I feel like we are shifting. And I think that there's more shift to come. And I think there's a lot more disturbances to come. I think that there's a lot more bad to come, as sad as that might sound. And I think that now more than ever, we really need to focus on being great citizens to, you know, to the world, to each other, being good people to each other. And that's where I feel like the Frida principles come into place, right? I think when we are doing, you know, community work and when we are wanting to show up for each other, for our friends, we need to do so with the level of fierceness. I think we need to to be resilient. Some of us have become resilient because of our upbringing and the and you know just the the way life has turned out for us. Our lot it's taught us to be resilient, to be able to go with the punches and I think that whatever this new era we're jumping into requires that. Um you know, and being empowered, I think that we need to feel empowered and if we're not, we you know, if we're not empowered, we need to bring ourselves around people who can empower us. I think we need to take time to really pour into ourselves and to find a tribe. We talk about tribes all the time on this show and making sure that your tribe is empowering you and pouring into you. I think it's important for us to be daring. We need to be daring. You know, I don't know. They always say like when a closed mouth doesn't get fed, but I feel like being daring is something that many people shy away from. They shy away from that. And it could be due to insecurities. It could be for many reasons. But I think that, you know, that's not being pushed so much, you know, to dare. I think that it's important for us to continue to be ambitious and to not, you know, just settle and to not just be complacent and to not just be okay with where we are. I think we need to always, you know, work towards the best. I think we need to always seek the best. I think we need to continue to be ambitious in life and to not settle. And we need to be erudite, right? And a lot of times people are always like, what is erudite? What, you know, why is that one of the words? Like, I've not come across that word. And to be honest, you know, for, for the most of my life, I never knew what this word meant. But when I was thinking about the Frida way and the Frida principles and what does a Frida woman look like? What do we possess? This term, you know, this, this, this word really encompassed that. And so to be erudite is having or showing great knowledge or learning, right? And so somebody who's a Frida woman, if we're talking about the Frida way, somebody who has a a thirst for knowledge, who always wants to learn, and they have a great showing of that knowledge, right? Like for me, I'm always wanting to learn. I always want to know. And it's not so that I can be the smartest person in the room or to be the one with all the answers and to show people up. 
I genuinely crave knowledge. I want to know how things work. I want to understand people. I want to have deep comprehension. So it's important that we're always seeking knowledge, that we're always putting ourselves in positions to gain more knowledge, right? And I think that again, with the way that this world is going, with this shift that I think, you know, I don't, some people might think that, okay, we've shifted, but I feel like we're still shifting. I don't know how how long this is going to take or where we're going. I don't know. I'm not a medium, <laughs> but there's definitely a shift happening. There's definitely a change. And on this platform, you know, we talk about the workplace a lot, you know, which is important because work is is a very significant part of our lives. And I think the the many aspects of our lives somehow are intertwined with what we do for work, you know, it, it impacts, right? There's, there's impact on both ends, but the workplace has shifted. It has changed. It is still changing, right? Many of us are still uncertain about where, where we will go, what we will do, what work will look like. It's going to be January in a couple of days. Monday is January 3rd. Many of us will be back, you know, to work. And we still don't know what's happening with work. Are we going to be hybrid? Are we still going to be working from home? Because Omicron is contagious and we don't know what the employers are thinking. Like there's so much uncertainty still. And there's still shifts that are taking place even in this work realm, right? And the shifts that happen in general with the world and, you know, with our personal lives and with, you know, whatever's happening, it affects the job because that's part of our life. So, you know, when we're talking about all of these things, you know, we're talking about the principles and we're talking about humanity that also, you know, applies to the workplace because many of us, I would probably say most of us work with other people, whether it's our supervisors, whether it's our colleagues, whether we are, you know, uh, you know, working on behalf of someone or someone's, whether we are, you know, the heads ourselves and we have people under us that we are rearing and teaching and, and, and guiding, you know, being in the people business, it's, it's not just, you know, human resource thing, right? <laughs> it's, that's not just what it is being in the people business. We all have to be in the people business because we all deal with people. And when dealing with people, we have to be cognizant. And I think that we need to put, you know, we need to put certain principles in play. And that's why I'm always so big on these Frida principles. And I always talk about the Frida way. Yes, it's based on this amazing woman who really dedicated her life to service of others. Um, but it's it's really extracting her different characteristics and what made her her. And applying that to everyday life and really packaging it in a way that's digestible for people to really say, wow, like, yeah, the Frida way, the Frida principles being like, we need to be fierce. We need to be resilient. We need to be empowered. We need to be erudite, daring, ambitious. The, the, these are critical characteristics. These are critical principles. This is a critical like pathway for, for success, the Frida way equals success. And 
I just wanted to remind you all of these principles and, to, you know, just as we're getting into this new year and as we're ending this year, right? Because we still want to end strong and we don't have to wait for the new year to, to, you know, work on ourselves and to implement, you know, principles and implement, you know, different ways of thinking and moving and shaking and all this other stuff. We can do that now. But I urge all of you all to, you know, evaluate the Frida principles. Think about the Frida way. Think about what it means to be humane, what it means to consider humanity, what it means to really show up for people, what it means to show up for yourself, what it means to defend, you know, what it means to advocate, what it means to be sympathetic and empathetic what it means to be a leader. Like think about the qualities that you possess. Think about these qualities that I'm, you know, pushing, shoving down your throat today (laughs) and, you know, figure out like how, how do you fit into all of that or how do they fit into you? Right. Um, you know, I, like I said, this time of year, I'm, I'm always the saddest because, for anybody who's lost, you know, someone close, a parent, grandparent, um, you know, aunt, uncle, somebody who raised you essentially, right? If, if you've ever lost somebody who raised you, who had a hand in raising you, that type of pain, that type of sorrow, that type of loss, you don't really get over it. No matter how many years go by, like you just don't get over that. And, but what I will say is that this is probably my least saddest year because I've turned her life into like this legacy. And as humble as she was, I I don't think she would have ever went for any of this. (laughs) But I also think that she's very proud. I think that her life was not in vain. And I feel like she feels like her life was not in vain because of all of the work that we're doing, even with Frida's World podcast. It's named after her. But, you know, the work that we're doing here, I think, is amazing. And I think it's life changing. And this year, I'm not as sad. I'm not as sad because I'm resting on these Frida principles. And I'm just thinking about, wow, like how far they've gotten me. This year was horrible in so many ways. It was my, I got COVID this year. Like so many bad things happened this year. But I feel like I was the fiercest this year. I feel like I was the most resilient this year. I feel like I was the most daring this year, the most ambitious, the most empowered this year. And I would dare say even the most erudite, although I feel like I'm always trying to learn and I feel like I've had... (laughs) areas in my life where I was a little more studious, but I do feel like the knowledge I was trying to gain this year and the learning that I was engaging in was more about life and about people as opposed to, you know, law and bioethics and things like that. But I really, you know, this year, this, this anniversary of Da, my beloved Da, I feel less sad. I feel more empowered. I feel more purposeful. And I feel like the work that we're doing here and that we're going to continue doing here is, is important and that it's meant. It's meant, right? I don't know if you could just leave it like that, but 
you know, I'm always creating words and phrases and things on all of my platforms, but I just feel comfortable saying that it's meant. <laughs> so with that being said, everyone, have a happy, happy, happy new year. I look forward to engaging and connecting and teaching and learning from you all in the new year. We are going to be taking a break. January 5th, we will not have a brand new episode. I do encourage you guys to check out our old episodes, but we're going to be coming back to you on January 12th. We're going to have an amazing guest. Um, I think we're going to be talking about life coaching because we're in this new year, new year, new me. Um, and I think that it's important that we kind of set the year off right, right? So again, Happy holidays. We're still in Kwanzaa. So happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> happy Kwanzaa, everyone. But have a happy new year. Um, may God bless you. May God keep you. May he cherish you. Um, and I think that's that. Talk to you guys in 2022. Whose world is this? It's Frida's world. What's it like? What's it like? Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clash it. Like you love church music, but you with future. That's classic. It's Frida's world.